So the Kids Sport program aims to remove financial barriers to sport participation. So through a confidential application process, uh, families are able to apply for funding and grants are provided to financially eligible families to help cover the cost of sport registration fees. I grew up in a single parent family on income assistance. Most months were a struggle to pay the bills to keep a roof over our head and food in the fridge, let alone considering outside expenses like sports. I'm very grateful. Um, I was able to receive two kids sport grants when I was in high school, which not only did it allow me to be a kid, but those opportunities in sport allowed me to attend university on an athletic and academic scholarship and have the opportunity to compete on a provincial and national uh, level in track and field, competing at meets such as the Pan American Games and the World Race Walking Cup, and to be a three-time Canadian champion. Hey, you're listening to the Phoebe Insider Podcast. Join us for exclusive interviews, behind-the-scenes updates, and all things Phoebe. Coming at you from the Phoebe head office in Vancouver, I'm your host, Dev. Welcome back to the Phoebe Insider Podcast. Our guests today are Angela Cother, Fundraising Manager, and Caitlin Ramage, Program Administrator from Sports BC. Welcome to the show today, Angela and Caitlin. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Today we're going to talk about who Kids Sport is, what are some of the great initiatives that the organization is running, and how Phoebe and Kids Sports are working together. So first of all, I'd like to start with um, you, Angela. Could you tell um, us a little, our listeners, a little bit more about the history of Kids Sport? Sure. So the Kids Sport concept was launched in 1993 by the board and staff at Sport BC as a way to help address the challenges faced by many families when registering their kids in organized sports. Uh, and so from a modest start in that first year when they issued about $35,000 in grants, Kids Sport has now grown uh, exponentially across the country and has become a national entity, so a national nonprofit uh, with 11 provincial and territory chapters. Uh, across the country and 180 community-based chapters. Today, Kidsport is an RCAAA, a registered Canadian amateur athletic association with charitable status, which means that we're uh, able to issue tax receipts to donors. That's so great to hear. And with Kidsport specifically, um, how do you help the kids and the families today? So the Kidsport program aims to remove financial barriers to sport participation. So through a confidential application process, uh, families are able to apply for funding and grants are provided to financially eligible families to help cover the cost of sport registration fees. So here in BC, there are 40 community chapters across the province in addition to our BC provincial chapter. Um, and each chapter, the majority of which are completely volunteer run, um, they accept grant applications, they distribute grants to local clubs, and they really champion the kids sport cause uh, in their local communities. Um, really in many cases without this funding, these families wouldn't be able to um, have their child participate in sport. Um, and that's demonstrated by over the last two years, uh, kids sport chapters across BC have issued $3.25 million in grants to 10,755 kids in over 150 communities across the province. I'm, I'm actually super excited with um, what your organization is doing. I actually have been a long time, uh, previously a long time coach of water polo and competitive swimming, especially with like the younger age groups and younger kids. So I know firsthand that not every family has the ability to provide the funds for extracurricular activity for their kids, but 
it's so important that kids have the ability to be involved in that organized sport because there's so many great learning uh, learnings that they have out of it. So much um, collaboration, working on as a team, learning different skills from other kids. So I'm just so happy that we're able to assist and be a part of what you um, what you guys are doing here. Um, so if you could tell our listeners about why it's important for children to get the opportunity to be a part of organized sports. I know I touched on a little bit from what I saw, but you probably have a lot more knowledge of why this is so important. Yeah, I mean, there's so many uh, benefits to participating in organized sports. Um, it helps kids build friendships. And in some cases, those friendships can last, you know, a lifetime if they kind of continue on in sport. Um, participation sport helps to build self-confidence and leadership skills. It promotes accountability and responsibility um, for their training and just making sure they have equipment and things like that for their um, for their practices. It also helps promote inclusion, um, you know, being accepting of everybody who's on the team or, or in the program. Obviously, um, participation sport helps to build healthy habits, um, which is really important for our kids. We know that um, you know, a lot of kids are into gaming and lead more sedentary lifestyles. And so sport is a way for them to get active and really build those healthy habits for life. Um, and in particular now, you know, as we're coming through this pandemic, I think sport is even more important to help um, not only for um, physical health, but also to help promote mental health with these kids as well. Um, and not really just for the kids. I know personally myself, my kids are involved in sport and um it built such a strong community as well, I think, not only for the kids, but for um, parents who, who are involved as well. Um, and especially for many kids from those marginalized communities, for many of them, their participation in sport might be the most positive experience that's really, um, that's really you know, present in their life. And so it can be such a, a game changer, excuse the pun, um, for, for a lot of them, for sure. And it's, it's great to hear what the organization is doing, but I think it's also really important to know uh, the people behind the organization. So for our listeners, um, I'd love to allow you to be able to share a little bit more individually about how you got started with Kids for kind of what interests you and what you do specifically in your roles. So let's start with you, Caitlin. How did you get involved with Kids Sport? Yeah, so I think to look at my involvement with kids sport, we kind of need to go back and look at how my journey in sport began. Um, so in 2002, the BC Summer Games um, came to my hometown in Nanaimo, and I can remember being out on the bus with my grandma and seeing the athletes, and they all had their accreditation hung around their necks, and they all just looked like they were having a great time. Um, to me, at that point, they were basically Olympians. I thought they were the Usain Bolt, Andre Degrasses of the world, um, and I'm sure some of them did move on in sport. I wanted to be at that level, but at the age of nine, for me, I didn't realize that my biggest barrier to get there was money. I grew up in a single parent family on income assistance with a parent who struggled with mental illness. In my teenage years, I almost ended up in foster care as my uh, mother's battle with mental illness almost took her life. Most months were a struggle to pay the bills, to keep a roof over our head and food in the fridge, let alone considering outside expenses like sports. I was fortunate enough to be uh, active in school-based sports um, through elementary and high school, um, but I wanted more than a season of sport that lasted a few weeks. Sport was an outlet for me. Sport allowed me to be a kid, even if it was only in that moment. When I moved on to high school, um, I had a family um, suggest that I apply to kids' sport to be able to pursue track and field, which is what I've focused the past 12 years on um, more seriously. 
I'm very grateful. Um, I was able to receive two kids sport grants when I was in high school, which not only did it allow me to be a kid, but those opportunities in sport allowed me to attend university on an athletic and academic scholarship and have the opportunity to compete on a provincial national uh, level in track and field, competing at meets such as the Pan American Games and the World Race Walking Cup, and to be a three-time Canadian champion. Um, and now I dedicate my time as not only still being an athlete, but I'm the program administrator with Kids Sport BC and Sport BC. So in my role, um, I help our provincial BC provincial chapter in administering grants and the day-to-day admin, as well as supporting our community chapters across the province. And on the Sport BC side, uh, supporting all of our PSO and other member organizations as well. Wow. Th- thank you so much for sharing that. That's, that's, that's actually a really powerful story. And it's actually great. Thank you that our listeners got to hear somebody that has benefited from the program. And I mean, you're obviously doing great things now. You're able to give back to the organization that really helped you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's amazing now being able to go full circle. And I know the power of sport it's had in my life and the how it changed the trajectory of my life and um, I hope the opportunities that we give kids um, whether they pursue sports on a high level or um, if sports opens another door for them uh, that they have amazing opportunities in their lives as well yeah for sure thank you and Angela how about you Uh, well I'm not a kid sport recipient but um Uh, But sport has been a cornerstone in my life for as long as I can remember. Um, I started playing softball when I was seven years old um, and continued kind of playing throughout most of my life, um, added other sports. I I played sports all through high school. Um, It was a big part of my identity. It really defined kind of my social circle um, and provided me with a ton of opportunities and lifelong friendships. and those opportunities kind of continued. Similar to Caitlin, I was given an opportunity. Um, sport brought me um, a scholarship to attend university. So I moved from Ontario out to British Columbia and attended uh, Simon Fraser University where I played collegiate softball uh, for four years there. Um, and that led to further opportunities with um, the Canadian national team as well. So I competed with the national softball team for six years, um, which included uh, two world championships, the Pan American Games, and I was fortunate enough to go to the 2004 Olympics in Athens, Greece uh, with the team. Uh, and really, it you know, th- those opportunities to travel and build those friendships and challenge myself through competing has really kind of defined um, me personally. And, and I take all of those lessons and those experiences um, into, I, I brought all of those into my professional life. So when I retired from softball, um, I started working in, non- in the nonprofit industry, really wanting to um, have my efforts make a difference for families um, and, you know, for the community. And so I worked in nonprofit for 15 years. Um, and now I'm, you know, I'm so privileged, I feel like, to be able to pair, you know, my passion for sport with my professional experience um, to help more kids kind of access those benefits through sport. Now working with Sport BC and as part of the, the Kids Sport Program. Um, and so my role here at Kids Sport BC is really fundraising manager. So I'm working hard to raise funds um, uh, for our provincial fund, but also to support our chapters across the province um, uh, through our efforts. And then similar to Caitlin, I also kind of help uh, support our chapters in, in whatever they need um, across the province as well. Oh, thank you for sharing. And how great is it to do something you love as work now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Echo that from Angela as well. 
Um, so we know that you just wrapped up Kids for VC Week last month. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what you were able to accomplish in this week for Kids for, or kind of some? What are some of the activations that you're doing outside of just um, being able to sponsor these kids through sport? Yeah, so we're fortunate to be to get to receive res- uh, support through the province of British Columbia as well. And so as part of that, the province of BC officially proclaimed September 13th through 18th as um, Kids Sport BC Week. And so really that provides us with an opportunity to raise the raise the profile of kids sport across British Columbia. So some of our goals, we did some storytelling about grant grant recipients and just what the organization does in an effort to raise awareness that there are grants um, available for those families who need them, um, and also to raise awareness of the need for donations to support and help fund those grants as well. And so that was a big focus of, of what we did. So we ran, um, we did some dedicated content on social media. Um, we had some other media opportunities to kind of raise awareness and then hosted a couple of community events, one of which was um, hosted in partnership with uh, Rugby BC, where the um, Minister of, of Tourism, Caitlin, you're going to have to help me here. Uh, minister, I'm just, okay. Arts, the culture, minister, and sport, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say um, where Minister Melanie Mark um, officially presented our office with the, the proclamation um, for Kids Sport BC Week. And our CEO, Rob Anson, and CEO, COO, Gavin Lee, are longtime supporters and volunteers of Kids Sport. So that's actually where they first met. Um, and is actually where they kind of found out their love for, they both have kids in sport, their love for volunteering and supporting great causes surrounded by sport. Now even Phoebe being uh, using so much of our different um, devices and our different services in sport, it kind of brought them together to really create what Phoebe is now. Um, so with that being said, um, I want. Uh, I was wondering if you could let our listeners know a way that they could potentially help kids sport as well too. Yeah, there's a few different ways for people to get involved. So probably the simplest way would be if they're interested in supporting is to donate. So you can donate online at kidsport.ca slash British Columbia. Uh, that makes sure that the funds um, stay in our province to support kids that are here. Um, but you can also find your local chapter and, you know, kids sports really about local impact. And so you can find your local chapter and, and donate where you live and, and help support kids in your own community as well. Um, where, you know, we also are really fortunate to have a lot of different supporters who host fundraisers on our behalf. And so hosting a fundraiser or finding a way to engage your employees in a Jersey day or some sort of other office activation is a really great way to show your support and then um, donating uh, those proceeds to Kids Sport as well to help fund kids. Um, you can also uh, sponsor a Kids Sport event. So we, we're currently planning a provincial wide Um, activity challenge for April next year um, called the Move 430 Challenge. So we'll be challenging participants to move for 30 minutes every day for the 30 days of April. Um, And so we'd be looking for sponsors for that event. And we also host an annual golf tournament, which is tentatively scheduled for uh, June of next year. Um, And so I'm sure there'll be opportunities through that event as well. So great. And I mean, thank you for bringing up the office activations because part of our corporate outreach is um, dedicated to helping kids sport. Um, So we've been working on kind of a side project here to come up with something that we thought 
instead of just um, donating money, what can we do and what is really going to get um, people part of the company and also our investors excited? So over the past few months, we've been designing merchandise for our fans, investors and partners of our brand for a store. So we've created a store and we've been asked a lot um, for merch surrounded around Phobie. I know there's some fun shirts coming out that a lot of people that have been following the company will be excited for. But as part of our corporate outreach, we've um, decided to donate 100% of all the um, profits from this these store sales to Kids Sport, specifically the BC chapter. So it's something that we wanted to do. We wanted to put out this these fun shirts and company branding, but we wanted to make sure that it was going to a great cause. Um, so we're hoping that all of our listeners will be super excited about this merchandise store that's launching and know that the money that you're spending is being donated to a great cause. Um, yeah, we're really sport- excited about that. Sorry. <laughs> we're, I just, we're really excited about the partnership and really grateful for all of the support from Phoebe um, and hope that everybody is as excited as we are. Yeah, we're super excited. The whole the whole staff is really excited about this. Um, everyone's really on board. We've had lots of people researching kids for and seeing how they can get involved. Um, BC, specifically Vancouver, is a pretty active city. So I know there's a lot of people that have benefited from um, all those pieces that you talked about growing up in sport and being involved in sport. Um, so Sport PC, and you had talked about this a little bit more, but directly, um, Sport PC directed $1 million to Kids Sport. Um, just to give our listeners a bit more context on what exactly the kind of support that we're able to do for kids in BC, can you tell them exactly when they donate, where those donations go, and kind of who receives those right away? Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, kids donations to Kidsport are really, or Kidsport's really all about local impact. And so you have the ability when you donate to choose kind of which community you'd like your funds to support. Uh, you can select a cha- one of the 40 chapters across the province, or you can choose to support our provincial fund, which supports all of those communities where there isn't a presence of a local chapter. Uh, and, and really, the bread and butter of our business is to fund those grants for kids to help cover their cost of registration and sport. So through our provincial fund, that means there's up to $400 available um, to to each kid within a calendar year to help fund uh, a season of sport. And just to give you a sense of, you know, we talked about larger impact of all of the, the, the province um, over the last couple of years, but our provincial fund, uh, in September alone, we funded 259 grants totaling $91,000. So you can see the need is there. We're kind of back that's higher than pre-pandemic levels in 2019. So, you know, I think a lot of families are struggling coming out of the pandemic as well. And, and you know, their financial situation has changed. And so they need some more support to, to get involved. Um, and also it's just kind of a testament to the return of sport um, and all of those programs coming back as well. Um, and really, uh, this year to date, our provincial fund alone has funded 580 grants and, and almost $200,000 uh, in funding for those kids. And that's really just um, all of those communities, uh, 50 communities across BC where there aren't, uh, where there aren't dedicated chapters. Um, so there definitely is a need, and that's, that's primarily what funds go towards um, once they're received by Kids Sport is to really help get those kids involved in sport. Wow. Yeah, the work that you both do is it's probably so rewarding. Um, 
Are you able to tell me about a time where you saw a direct impact or something that really made you excited about being a part of kids sport? Yeah, so um, as Angela previously mentioned, Kids Sport is an anonymous program. Um, the only people that are aware of a grant application is the administrator, whether it be myself or someone in one, in one of our community chapters, uh, the parent that's applying, and then the local sport organization. Um, so the kids are able to participate um, with no barriers, and they really get to be a kid without um, the financial stigma being attached to them. Um, but although it's anonymous, uh, we do receive some messages of gratitude. Uh, earlier this fall, we received an uh, uh, email from a single father, um, and he shared with us, thank you. This makes a huge difference. I would make sacrifices for them to play, but thanks to kids' sport, we would keep the cupboards full of food, and there is less stress on a single parent of two. And in addition to parents, um, we've also had a local administrator at a local club um, share with us the impact that kids' sports had on their organization. Uh, the opportunities that you're giving kids of the surrounding communities is amazing. So many wouldn't have the chance to play without the help of kids sport grants. I truly appreciate everything your organization does. I truly appreciate the efforts to keep kids active and healthy. Not only does their physical health benefit, but their mental health does as well. And I think just to add to that, those are just a couple of examples of, you know, there's so many families who I'm sure feel grateful, but they don't feel comfortable reaching out. And those are just a couple of examples of, you know, it's um, it's for some of the families, it's, you know, it's game changing money, it's life changing, um, you know, having so they're not having to choose between, you know, keeping their cupboards full of food and having their kids in sport. Um, it's uh, sport shouldn't be a luxury. It should be something that's that's accessible to everyone. Uh, and so that's really what we're trying to do through kids sport. Yeah, and, and thank you for bringing up that point because I hadn't thought about it. We think of, oh, we're donating, so we want to make sure that this family knows and everyone knows. But no, it's actually so important that, like you said, this kid doesn't feel like, oh, I'm in the spotlight. Um, I'm being the one that's having this all for free. They, you're, you're totally right. They should just feel like this is normal. I get to do this and I don't have to have that stigma behind me. So thank, thank you for bringing that up. That's a very important point. So stories like this that make Phoebe really proud to be part of helping kids sport. Um, I want to take uh, I want to take a forward look glance and ask you questions about what is kids sport doing in the future. What are your goals? You mentioned the pandemic. That's probably a big piece that you're looking at for um, how kids sport is going to move forward and things start opening up again. So, what are your goals for 2022 and beyond? Yeah, I think first and foremost, you know, we're really just trying to increase awareness of the organization and what we do. Even though we've been around since 1993, I think um, there's still a lot of members of the community that don't realize that we exist or understand, you know, what our role is in supporting sport. And so, you know, not only making ourselves aware to those people who have the capacity to donate and support the cause, but um, also making sure that those families who really need the support are aware that the support exists for them and, and that grants are available for them to apply to. You know, we work a lot with you know, some of the, the demographics or, or communities that we're also focused on or some of those more marginalized groups like Indigenous Canadians, new uh, people who are new Canadians, um, girls and, and those athletes that have a disability and making sure that they have, you know, uh, opportunities to to participate in sport as well. And and they're, um, you know, a big part of how we sort of focus our, our awareness efforts as well as just is on those communities and making sure that they're aware that these grants are available. 
and really not to sound cliche, but really getting more kids involved in sport, getting those kids off the sidelines and into the game. Um, Caitlin and I are also both relatively new in our roles. And so we're really trying to, you know, establish ourselves here in the Kidsport BC office and looking at how we can work really closely with the chapter, our chapter network across the province to support their efforts um, to help more kids across BC. Um, and obviously in my role, you know, building out the fundraising program and looking at how we can increase our revenue so that we can help even even more kids uh, get access to sport. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share with me personally um, what Kidsport is doing, but also our listeners as well. Um, we're very excited to be working with Kidsport. Um, and to our listeners, um, if you would like to support, um, one way is by making a purchase through the Phoebe Merchandise Store or all of the other ways that Angela had previously um, mentioned in the podcast. You can find out more information at kidsportcanada.ca. It's a great website. There's tons of information on there that you can dig through. So that concludes our episode today. Um, thank you for our listeners for your continued support. And remember that you can subscribe to the Phobie Insider Podcast wherever you listen so you're notified when we release a new episode today. Thank you again, Angela and Caitlin, for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks.